welcome to another live edition of the Good Guys Podcast. My name is Brendan. I'm a happily man and a humble father of four. And as always, I am joined by none other than the Honorable, the Reverend, a.k.a. Joshua Azzy. What's good, PD? It's good, man. It's good. We're back. We've been gone for a little while, but now we're back with a, the same style. The same style. Nothing uh, nothing changing there, but we are back. Uh, we missed a couple weeks. Uh, for that, we apologize. I blame Josh. Um, no, that first but, week was um... that, first, that, first, <laughs> that first week was your son, Karate Kid. Okay. Yep. The first week was my son. Last week was you, so we're we're we're, we're both we're both guilty here, all right? Yeah, 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 yeah. It was a joint effort, but we're back, all right, with a brand new episode, a live edition of the Good Guys Podcast. How you doing over there, J.E.? Hey, man, recovering. I'm good. Okay. Man, I'm 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 sick and tired of this heat, bro. Humidity, humidity is of the devil. Yeah, yeah, yeah. man. I I suffered some uh, moderate to severe di- dehydration, my brother. Uh... Sorry to hear about that, man. But um, I keep a I keep a gallon to the left of me. Okay, all right. I told you now. Don't don't go out there with them young boys getting done up, man. And it sounds like that's what happened to you. So no, no, that's definitely not what happened. It sounds like you was getting that work. That was no. Nah, I, I was given work and okay. just wasn't watered enough. It wasn't up to par with my water intake, BD. Okay. Well, I'm glad you're good. All right. I'm glad you're good. And so we are back here with the Good Guys Podcast. All right. We're going to jump into it um, pretty quickly here. But before we do, okay, if you haven't done so already, make sure, okay, you hit that subscribe button and hit the bell so that you get post notifications so that you know whenever we drop new content here on the Good Guys Podcast. All right. Hop in the comments. Let us know what you think about today's episode. If you're watching live, Hop over there in the live chat, uh, interact with us, okay? Um, and I think that's pretty much it. All right, we're going to go ahead and jump into it and get the podcast started as we customarily do with the weekly airing of grievances. Now, we've got a timely one here today, J.E. Um, so with the, with, the, with, the, with the coronavirus, it's... You know, it's changed the world. A lot of things have changed. A lot of things have changed. A lot of the, 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 the ways that we live our lives, the things that we do, our daily routines have been changed. We don't know how long that's going to be. Um, but one of the major things, J.E., that has changed is the school situation. Yeah. So, you know, there's a lot of kids across the U.S., and it varies from state to state and even from district to district, I believe. Um, but there's a lot of kids that are not going back to the physical classrooms. A lot of kids are doing the virtual learning. Um, in some places, I guess they have an option. I know here in Texas, we have an option. We opted for our kids to go to school. Um, on the BNB Family channel, we have a vlog on that dropping tomorrow, by the way. Subscribe to the BNB Family if you have not done so already. Um, but 
Yeah, a lot of virtual learning going on. And my area of grievance, J.E., it's not the grievance that most people would think. Most people would probably think that I'm going to complain, you know, that, 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 that my kids have been home from school uh, for an extended period of time. And that's true. That's a legitimate grievance. But that's another grievance for another day. My grievance, J.E., my grievance, where was this when we were kids, J.E.? Where was, where were the, what, can you imagine getting to stay at home from school? Do you know how excited we got over snow days? Oh, man, looking at that bottom ticker. Just watching, we'd be up early, earlier than we are on a regular school day, we'd be up watching that ticker and just waiting to see Victory Christian Center School uh, closed for snow for one day, J.E. It was yes. never more than one day. We was no. in North Carolina. It didn't snow that much. No. But yet here are these children, these kids have gotten, they, they, they stopped, what was it, March, April? And went through the whole summer? That's like Man. two summer breaks in a row. Man. And they didn't even have to finish their work. They just got automatically promoted to the next grade. Wow. Didn't even finish the work. <laughs> Where was this when we were kids? Do you know what I would have given? Man. To be out of school for that long? Yeah. And the weather is great? They're, 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 what more can you ask as a child? I, 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 I'm just perplexed. How, where was this at, J.E.? It's an injustice. All right. I'm mad that we did not have not necessarily the coronavirus, but the, the after effects of the coronavirus. I wish we would have gotten quarantined when we were in school. It's not right. And I envy, I, I don't envy all the children today. I will say that like yeah. the, the, like the high school seniors, they're kind of, they kind of got screwed. Yeah. Um, you know, uh, kids in college, I would venture as far as to say that they're getting screwed. Cause when you're in college, like you, you kind of want to be there. Um, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like you don't want to, that's the whole uh, point. Right. That's kind of the whole point. You don't want to do the virtual classes, but elementary school middle schoolers they're living the life i'd be like mom dad no let me stay at home uh even when they give us the choice to go back of course they wouldn't comply they would tell me to go back to school <clears throat> but je you work in the school system yeah what how is it and how like how does it feel knowing that these kids got to stay at home or some of them are still getting to stay at home and we just were not afforded that opportunity growing up yeah man I'm, i got mixed feelings about it <clears throat> because of course for you bd staying home for you would be amazing remote learning for bd plush carpet couches big screen tv Mom, chef, chef Dixon in the on the in the in the kitchen, on the ones Mom, and twos, on the ones and twos, one, twos, threes, and four, all the burners. Sure, DJing all burners. Yeah, breakfast, lunch, and snack. 
Okay. Bro, remote learning for me? I'll be distracted by the gunshots. <laughs> the gunshot was it that bad over there, J.E.? Yeah, bro. If you knew where I was raised, bro, yeah. Especially in the middle of a pandemic, I would not want to be in a hood in the middle of a pandemic where everybody else got to watch Ray Ray, Nuke Nuke, everybody home. That's fair. You talk, you talk about the tension at an all time high, BD? Mm. Nah, bro. Now, if I had your <laughs> living, oh, yeah, I'll stay home. Me, school was a safe haven. I was guaranteed uh, government breakfast and government lunch, free, free breakfast, free lunch. Mom's still going to go to work. What I'm going to be at the house eating uh, Cheerios all day. <laughs> Mom is still going to work. Mom is still going to work. You was afforded that. Mama Dixon will still be on the one, twos, threes, and fours, cooking and <laughs> chefing it up for you, BD. And there was there was no recess in the hood for remote learning. What are we going to do? Calisthenics on the inside. You wouldn't see me outside, bro, getting snatched, kidnapped, bro. <laughs> Do I envy them? Yeah, I envy them. Bruh, seven months off? That's what it feels like a whole year? Now, don't get me wrong. Ten years from now, BD, they're going to be screwed mentally. Why you figure? Man, br bruh, do, I'm talking about certain demographics, bruh. Kids who need the school. Oh, yeah. Uh, abuses at an all-time high, all these things at an all-time high, BD? Right. I, these kids need to be back in school, BD. <clears throat> but, but at the same time, man, these kids, man, when I be on them Zoom calls, I'm like, bro, y'all just waking up, huh? <laughs> Covers all over their face sitting there. I mean, boy, this class is comfortable. Right. Bro, I just, at this point in my life, bro, I'm like, well, who am I to say 9-11 was worse than this? Who am I to say? Casualties? Who am I to say? Yeah. But they didn't shut school down for 9-11. No. Nah. Yeah, we went through 9-11. They we shut went nothing through, down. Bro, was we you in the, school the next we was in day? The same, we, we was in the same class when uh, Mr. Ross came in there and cut TV on. Yep. And we saw the towers get lit up and we was back in school the next day. I think. Mm -hmm. or the the day next day. The, nope. The very next day we was in school. I remember that. Bro, they're talking about Charlotte was one of those cities. At that time, they would say Charlotte might get hit because it was a banking city. Uh -huh. I'm like, bro. But at the same time, BD, I don't want to get into my conspiracies, BD. So okay. I'm going to leave that for another day, man. But unfortunately, bro, these kids remote learning, man, for some of them, it's a blessing. For some of them, it's not so much the stories that I hear, the, the families I have to check in on. Uh, I, did some, I did some home visits. I do home visits a lot. So I did a one today, and I'm like, bro. These kids need to be in school. But at the same <laughs> time, bruh, imagine having a life like BD did when he was younger and you had six months off. You had a, you, you, you see, see, I knew you was privileged because your basketball goal was cemented in the ground. You didn't have the little fill it up with the water. No, okay. when you dunk on your goal, you can probably hang for a little bit. Oh, yeah. You dunk on a hood goal. First off, hood goals are never regulation size. They're usually <laughs> 11 feet high or six feet. Either you're banging out or you shooting high up. <laughs> BD's goal, cement. What is it? What is initials in the cement? I yeah. said, bro, I think your footprints was there too. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 
Yeah, a cemented basketball goal is a sign of stability. It means you're not going anywhere anytime soon. <laughs> Our basketball the hood is like, oh, you, we, you might roll out. <laughs> you might roll in, you might roll out. <laughs> hey, I don't know about that written next month. We might have to roll. <laughs> now the road is, you know, Newton Newt got to have his hoop. He's going to want to save us out the hood. So we got to give him gold. <laughs> oh, man. Uh, but, you know, as a parent, it, it, it's a grievance as well. Like we're like we're good, but I, I feel for a lot of parents out here. I'm not gonna lie, all jokes aside, yeah. like it's that's gotta be tough, man. Because I don't understand <clears throat> if you have a job that you have to work, Bruh. and now your kid has to be, you know, at home. Then how are you? Like, how do you make that work? I I see it. I know what's going on. Stuff that I can't share online. I know what's going on, and 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 this is bad. Yeah. If you're on the wrong side of the tracks, it's bad. You see parents stressed out in the face. Yeah. You talking about? I'm talking about like 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 drug dealers at an all time high. Like it's it's some stuff. It's some stuff in abuses. Like these. Like we. I know situations with kids. I'm like that 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 man that 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 that's watching that kid ain't safe for them. You know. Yeah. And uh and that's where it gets like we got like our like um Miss Riviera says we got to cover them for sure. Because, you know, this is not normal. Kids need interaction. They need engagement. They need a safe place. And But for those who's on the other side of the track like BD was, oh, they live in their best life. But unfortunately for them, too, like I tell people, poor or rich side, parents, money don't make better parents. Damn. You know, you got some kids on the other side of the track. Their parents is, is worse than some of these single mom homes. That's very true. So. Very true. so. Yeah, we we definitely got to keep families, got to keep uh, our kids lifted up in this time. I will say that, man, all jokes aside, it's, I know it's got to be tough for, you know, some of these kids out here. And like you said, it can be, you know, some of the less fortunate homes, but it can be some of the, the wealthy kids as well whose parents, you know, don't give them the time, attention that they need or, or whatever the case may be. It can just be rough, man, if you're in, if you're in a bad situation. And unfortunately, some people are. So, yeah, yeah. Prayers go out to all families uh, dealing with this quarantine and the school situation. Um, yeah. Hopefully this yeah. thing changes for the better here soon. Yeah. All right. We're going to go ahead and get into uh, the main topic of the day. So today we're going to be talking about three signs that it is God's will for your life. And this is an important topic. A lot of times, you know, uh, you're going through life and your uh, life is basically a series of decisions. And the decisions that you make are going to determine where you are in life. And so it's important to make sure that you're seeking God when you're making decisions. Right. But you want to know, you know, whether or not that you're hearing from God and whether or not it is God's will. And sometimes that can be um kind of difficult for some people uh so that's what we're going to talk about here today how you can know you know that what the actions that you're taking the decisions that you're making are indeed god's will for your life and that you're moving in the right direction all right so we're going to start with the first point how do you know that it's god's will for your life because it doesn't contradict god's word or cause you to compromise your faith all right And that's, I mean, that's the number one sign right there. 
Uh, a lot of times when we're thinking about, you know, God's will for our life and, and what does God want me to do in this situation, the best course of action is to look to the scriptures. Um, I believe that that's, you know, that's where we're going to find a lot of, a lot of times, look, you may or may not hear like, you know what I mean? Like the audible voice of God say, this is exactly what you should do, but he's given us a guide on what his will is or what, what kind of things he's values in his work. So that's where we need to go. You know what I mean? If you have an idea, all right, let me look at the biblical principles on this. Does this contrast, you know, the principles set forth in the word of God. If you're trying to make money and it's, you know, uh, immoral or it's at the expense of somebody else, well, the Bible talks about that. So you know what God's will is. You don't have to ask. <laughs> it's not, you know, hey, God, how do you feel about this, uh, you know, this this Ponzi scheme, uh, you know, where I'm trying to take it? <laughs> like, no, you don't even have to go to God's word about that. And that's how it is about most things. If you're trying to do something that's honorable, you know, that that that's purposeful, it's probably, you know what I mean? If it lines up with the word of God, then it's fine. Um, if you're if you're talking about something just like, OK, should I take this job or should I take that job? You know, and both of them are, you know, um, honest, you know, nine to five jobs or whatever the case may be, then you just kind of have to wait. You know, you, it's more it's more your lifestyle type thing. You know what I mean? Like you have to look at the schedules uh, and what you value there. If one of them is, you know, you're working late at night and you won't have as much time spending with your kids and one is during the day, but the one at night pays a little bit more. Well, Hey, you can go to God's word and eat and, You know, the Bible talks about the importance of family, the importance uh, of the role that you play as a parent. So you, will of God might be for you to take the one that where you're making a little bit less money, but you have to lean on God and faith to provide your needs, but you're getting to spend more time with family. So you have to look in the word of God and, and, and know, you know, what the scriptures say, what, what kind of things God talks about in the Bible are important, which is different from what oftentimes the world sees as important and make your decisions based on that. If it's causing you to compromise your religion, your faith, uh, you're, you know, if, if you, the job doesn't let you go to church ever, you know, you got to work on Sundays, Wednesdays, Sunday night, Monday, you know, that, that might be a sign that God has something better for you. So these are things that you have to look at. Anything that's God's will for your life is not going to cause you to compromise your faith. And it's going to line up with the, uh, the word of God. Yeah, that's right, BD. A lot of people, they just live life without acknowledging God. The Bible says in Proverbs 3, trust him, Lord, with all your heart. Lean not into your own understandings, but in all your ways, acknowledge him. He'll make your path straight. A lot of people are walking on crooked paths, PD, because everybody want to be their own God. They want to be the ruler of their own life. They don't want to acknowledge God because oftentimes there's conflict of interest. Uh, what you want to do versus what God wants to do, usually conflict. And until your life is fully submitted, you're not going to really be committed. Right. And so so the goal is first, number one, is that if you don't have a submitted life, if you don't have a submitted heart, you're not you're you're not even going to seek God. Listen, there's a lot of people right now who are regretting the decisions that they made previously. And a lot of people wished that they talked to God, wish that they acknowledge him, because I promise you the will, of, the, the will of God will not take you where his grace won't keep you. Oftentimes people leave that, I want to say grace for your salvation. There's a difference between endorsing grace 
and saving grace. Saving grace feels salvation. That's there for you. But when it comes to endorsing grace, like God giving you grace in an area, God's not going to give you a grace in an area that he's never called you to. You're going to have to burn your sweat tears for that. You're going to have to be the one that suffer without any endorsing power. God is not going to endorse you and give you grace to be fruitful in an area that he didn't sow you in. So you have to take your time and say, okay, God, any decision that I have to make in life that is that is going <clears> to <throat> affect my future and those connected to me, I'm going to seek you because the will of God will never cause you to compromise the word of God. People ask God for a rhema word all the time, BD, but don't want don't take the time to get in God's written word. Why uh, is God going to give you a rhema word if you're not in the written word? That's the foundational principles. That's where the formula is. That's what the principles are. And if you can master the written word of God and you can understand it, then when counterfeits come in your life, you can spot them. I'm, I'm my book. There's a book that I'm releasing in the next couple of weeks. I'm not going to get the title right now, but this book that I'm writing is talking about this, how to discern the difference between a counterfeit and a counterpart, how to know God's will. Right. And, and it starts with the right temperament. And if you're not submitted, you're not going to be committed. And and those who really want to be in the will of God, I'm telling you, the will of God is a sweet spot, man. I'm telling you, I only want to be where he is. But if you don't know the word of God, the Bible says um, casting down vain arguments and every lofty opinion is raised against the knowledge of God. Your level of knowledge of God will determine how high the devil throws. But if your mindset is at the most high, he can't throw that high. But if this all you know about God and his written word, he's going to toss it this high. Did God really say, will you surely die? So the will of God would never cause you to compromise his word. Yeah, I mean, that's that's the that's the prime example right there. When uh, Jesus was on the rooftop and Satan came to tempt him, you know, he, he came with, you know, uh, eat this, eat this, you know, turn the rocks into bread. Uh, if you're the son of God, you know, jump off the, the building, you're good. And every time he came with it, it Jesus didn't have to pause. Uh, give me a second. Uh, no. say, let me holler at the, let me holler at my dad real quick and see what he wants me to do. And then I'll let you know, is it okay if I, no, he hit him. Bam. Scripture. He already knew what the will of God was because he knew the scripture. So that's where we have to get to. And that's why it's important to get in your word and study the scriptures. Uh, and because that's how, you know, God, like JD said, a lot of times people, you know, want these grandiose experiences where they, you know, they're touched by the spirit and, you know, they get a, like a rhema word, like JD said. And a lot of times that's not, you know, God is like, I mean, I could do that if I need to, but I, I really already gave you the blueprint. Like it's in the word of God. That's all you have to do. Uh, but a lot of times people don't want to do that. People don't want to get in the word. People don't want to uh, get to know God through the scriptures and they may end up making decisions on their own so yeah real quickly man like you gotta understand the reason why jesus was so effective he was about his father's business since 12. for 18 years we have no recollection of what he was doing for 18 years from 12 to 30 that man was about his father's business studying sharpening himself you see what i'm saying most people are not willing to be hidden enough in the presence of god to know what the word of god says people want to be promoted so fast bd but they don't know the pages right you know what i'm saying and so um you gotta understand why he was tempted why was he tempted to turn the stone into bread because the devil was trying to make him feed himself you know what i'm saying he was trying to that's what we're tempted to do turn uh -huh. this hard, turn this hard season into something delicate 
Turn this tough season to stone and make it bread. Feed yourself. Did not Jesus said that uh, my food is through the will of God? Man should not eat by bread alone, but by every word that proceeds out of the mouth of God. Why did you think he took him to a high place and said, would not the angels take charge over you? Because the devil was trying to make Jesus show his glory without first going through the grind. And most people, they want to show themselves. And when you show yourself too early, you sabotage. Why do you think he wanted him to bow down? Because each of those things that he tempted Jesus on was a temptation. Yep. Do you not know that Jesus was the bread of life? Do you not think that he wanted to manifest himself and show that he's the bread of life? Did you not think that he wanted to show everyone that he's the way, the truth, and the life? Did you not think that he wanted to show everybody he was king of kings and lord of lords? But salvation doesn't come through spectacle and entertainment. Salvation comes through legitimate conversion through the spirit of God. And if he didn't shed his blood, there would be no remission of sin. So even if he turned the stone into bread, even if he showed everybody he was the Christ, even if he was to prove that he was king of kings, his blood wasn't shed. And if the blood didn't shed, then we all remain dead. Uh, all right. I'm ready to pod today, BD. Okay. Okay. I see you getting warmed up, J.E. Getting warmed up, but we got to keep it moving. All right, we'll keep it moving. Um, are we switching over tonight or no? Huh? Are we switching over? Let's one more point. We'll switch over. BD. Okay. Yeah, switch All right. Over. Point number two. Uh, you're clearly in God's will in other areas of your mm. life. All right. And that's just, you know, that's just a clear sign. That's that's showing that you you do, you know, you are in your word. You do understand uh, what is God's uh, perfect will and desire through the scriptures um, because you're operating in that in other in, in other areas of your life. If you want to look at, you know, someone's um, how close someone is uh, in, in, in their relationship with God and their ability to hear from God, look at their fruit. Look no further than their fruit. Um, so if your life is, is a reflection of that, if you're if you're bearing fruit in everything that you do, you know, on your job or whatever it is, running your business or whatever the case is, whatever it is that you do on an everyday basis in your marriage with your kids. If it if it's fruitful, if it you know, if, if it's reflecting um, the biblical principles, then that's a sign that you know how to hear God's will for your life. Right. So if an opportunity comes along, then you know what to do, like, you know how to hear the voice of God. Um, and that's a good sign. So if you you know, if you're in a place in your life where, you know, you're not bearing that fruit like you want to be bearing that fruit, you're not where you want to be. Uh, your decision making doesn't seem to be where it needs to be. That's a and, and an opportunity arises that, you know, is kind of questionable and you're kind of drawn to it, it, it may be if you that might be a good time to look around at, at, you know, where you're at and how you got there, the decisions that you made to get where you currently are and maybe make a different decision. So, you know what I mean? Maybe let's go a different direct. OK, uh, here's the here's my decision making process on everything else that I've done. Here's another opportunity. You know what I mean? Here's how I've been making these decisions in the past. Maybe I need to do something different, right? So look at your life, look at where you're at, look at the decisions that got you there 
and take inventory you know of, of your mental processes you made those decisions take inventory of the things and the people and the ideas and the the the, the whatever it was that influenced you to make those decisions were those things uh was it the word of god was it your time spent in prayer or was it other people or was it you know co-workers and friends and family that may have been giving you bad advice or not speaking based on you know the will of god for your life and just speaking out of opinion so that's a normally a good indicator look at your life look at where you're at and the decisions that you've made look at your decision making process and if it's not where you want it to be then that's a clear-cut sign you need to you need to make you know incorporate a different decision making process start to get in the word start to seek god about the decisions that you're making versus however you've been doing it yeah man oftentimes we talk about fruit we always talk about examining somebody else's fruit but oftentimes we have to make sure we examine ours. The Bible says, how can you take the speck out of your brother's eye if you don't first take the beam out of yours? And many of us, we're not self-assessing enough to see uh, why we are where we are. If you if you were to uh, find guilty the person that calls you the most harm, you will find yourself guilty. You know, and most people are not willing to assess their habits. Most people are not willing to say, you know what? Is, is my surroundings proof that I'm in God's will? Is everything around me revealing that I'm in God's will? And, and oftentimes we forget what the word of God says. It says that the path of the righteous grow brighter and brighter into the coming day. That the Bible says the word would be a lamp unto your feet and a light into your path. Like, like if your life is not growing brighter and brighter, if you're not going from glory to glory, then there's something off in your practices, in your habits, in your systems, because the will of God is, is visible. And a lot of people will say, well, how do I know the will of God? Um, um, the will of God is evident. It's prevalent. Right. And, and so the thing is, if you if you can follow the formula in the word of God and make those things a daily habit, you will start seeing your surroundings change. You will begin to see I'm around purpose. I'm in purpose. I'm infused by it. Uh, um, I make decisions by it. And a clear cut sign that you in the will of God is when other areas also line up in God's will. How can how can you say you in the will of God in your career when your family is in shambles? Mm. How can you say that you in the will of God and you're reaching the world, but your son and your daughters haven't seen you? Like like even though you may be in your purpose, this is a day to day thing. Every other day or so, you got to assess: Am I keeping up in pace with God? Now, what does that mean? I'm in ministry. I have a job uh, and those things surrounds my family and my relationship with God. Most people, they make their family and their relationship with God surround their career, purpose, etc. Mm. No, those things must surround your relationship with God and your family. So right now, if my wife says, I need you right now, this screen closes. I'm out. I see y'all next week. But if you don't have that mindset that I'm going to be in the will of God in every area of my life, because in every area of my life, uh, th there's success. There's 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 a fruit there. And so a lot of people got to really assess, am I really walking in the things of God? Am I really willing to make? Am I really willing to give God access to every area of my life? Yeah. And, and most people are not willing to do that. But. You signs it is God's will, 
is where everything else is reflecting that you in the will of God. And people say, what is the will of God? The Bible says the will of God is your sanctification. That's the will of God. The will of God is sanctification, meaning you're ever, ever so growing into righteousness. You're ever so growing into the image of Christ. That's the will of God. Now, what are the subcategories of that? What the word of God says about that? How to treat your neighbor, how to treat your wife, how to treat your husband, how to, how to raise children, how to work unto the Lord in the workplace. If you can find those foundational fundamental principles in God's word, you will begin to see every area of your life reflected you in his will. Absolutely. But before we go to point number three, right now we have over 290 some people watching on Facebook, right? We have 109 people watching on our main live. Right now, everybody else on Facebook and on the Coach Josh fan page, you see that? You see that that little uh, a phrase up under my video, the Good Guys podcast? Head over to YouTube right now. If you want point number three, and if you want to engage with us with the top five, um, gas station snacks head over to the good guys page go to the good guys podcast they're on youtube and while you there go ahead and subscribe hit that bell join our community because we're going to do this every week the time is going to be shorter right so we want to make sure that we build a community and family over there so head on over there all those who's watching on the facebook uh facebook pages on four or five different pages on facebook Head over there right now. Those watching the Coach Josh page, head over there right now. Also, while you're there, check out the BNB crew, the BNB family. Subscribe over there too. Subscribe at the Coach Josh page. Subscribe. Be a part of this community online as we serve you on what the Word of God says in, in various areas of your life, how you can build your relationship with Him, build your relationship with self, and build your relationship with others. We'll see y'all over there. BD, can go ahead and sing the song, my brother. Come on. In the room, so come on in the room. Jesus is my doctor. Did that, that you were supposed to come on with it, Annie? Annie writes all my prescriptions. Okay, you cannot be counted on. Bro, I'm over here doing multiple hitting multiple <laughs> stuff, hey, man, bro. Multitask. I know, I know. All right, we're live exclusively on the Good Guys page. All right, we're gonna go ahead and keep it going. Like Je said, if you haven't done so already, if you're coming in from Facebook, coming in from Josh's page, wherever you're coming from, okay, hit that subscribe uh, button. All right, hit the bell so that you get post notifications so that you know whenever we go live. And whenever we drop new content, okay, join the Good Guys Podcast family, and uh, we would be very excited to have you join. All right. Um, point number three, and the final point uh, for this podcast, talking about how you know that it's God's will for your life. All right. The last point we're going to talk about today is that it causes you, uh, it requires you to stay connected to God and to stay dependent on him. Right. This is an important one, because a lot of times we come, you know, to a crossroads in life or we come, we have an opportunity or whatever the case may be. And we always think that, you know, the, the, the maybe the more lucrative opportunity, maybe the more um, ideal opportunity to what your flesh wants to do 
you know, is the way to go. And that's not necessarily always the case. I'm not saying that never, you know, always go for the a job, uh, you know, lower paying job or whatever the case may be. But a lot of times what God's will for your life is, is going to require you to stay connected to him and to be dependent on him. The Bible says without faith, it is impossible to please God. Right. So if you're constantly in a position where everything is kosher, uh, you know, you, you know, that check is coming every 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 week. You know, you know, all the bills are paid and there's nothing wrong with striving for that. But the will of God for your life is going to cause you to be to have some discomfort. Right. The will of God is going to require you to step out on faith sometimes. So even if you have, like I said, nothing wrong with having a stable job, stable income, your bills are paid. That's hey, that's awesome. But what else is it that you're supposed to be doing? Right. If you're walking out this relation, uh, if you're walking out, you know, your faith and your relationship with God, it is going to require you to do more then just go to work, pay your bills until you die, right? Your purpose is greater than that. So whether that's, you know, hey, you're a full-time minister, starting your own church, whether it's starting your own business, or whether it's working a nine to five and you have some other ministry or whatever the case is, there's something that God wants you to do that's going to require you to step out on faith. It's going to require you to use the gifts and the talents and the abilities that he's given you. That's going to require you to stay close and stay connected and to, and to rely on him. Hmm. Right. So that's how you know that it's God's will for your life. If it's something that's going to make you uncomfortable, but it lines up with the word of God, bam, you know what I mean? Like that, that right there will pretty much tell you that an opportunity is something that's God's will for your life. Okay. So you can't always just be looking for, you know, whatever the easiest road is. Uh, the, the, the path that we take as Christians is the road less traveled. Okay. Uh, you know, the scriptures talk about the, the fork in the road. Most people take the wide is the path that leads to destruction. Narrow is the path that leads to sanctification, to salvation. That's the path that we take. It's not always going to be comfortable. It's going to require you to operate in faith. It will, because you can't please God without it. So that's a that's a clear cut sign. A lot of times, I know it's easy to take the easy road. You want we want to be comfortable. We want to not be stressed. We want to not have anxiety. And you know, I don't think God wants us to be stressed. He doesn't want us to be stressed. He doesn't want us to be anxious. The Bible says, "Be anxious for nothing." He just wants you to have that confidence and that trust in Him. He doesn't want you trusting in your job. He doesn't want you trusting in your employer. He doesn't want you trusting in your own abilities. He wants you relying and trusting in him because that's how he builds that relationship with you. That's how he builds that trust with you. Yeah, the will of God will always be more like an ocean than a puddle. More like an ocean than a puddle. And what I mean by that is you're going to need a lifeboat. You're going to need a life jacket. And um, most people, they think that this, this walk with God is supposed to be easy. Man, no. 
not even close. Um, the will of God is 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 a walk. It's a journey. It's a process. It's, it's it requires certain focus because you're going to always be uncomfortable. Because if because when you an ambassador, see what made pilgrims unique were was because they were strangers. Pilgrims were always new to a new place. When you in the will of God, you're always going to be a stranger. You are a, a chosen generation of peculiar people, a royal priesthood. You're you're an ambassador. Ambassadors travel to foreign lands to speak on behalf of a kingdom. And sometimes what you have to say is going to be difficult. Sometimes what you're going to have to do is going to be uh, um, discomforting. But the word of God says, don't worry about what you're going to say in an hour for I'll give it to you. That's why you have to understand and be willing to let go of what's comfortable. Like I always say, you don't grow in comfort zones. You grow in challenge zones. If you're not challenged, you're not going to grow. And right. people are afraid. If you ain't scared, then it's not, it's not your pair. It, you're, not, you're not supposed to be paired with it. Like everything that I do for God, I'm nervous about it because I need him. I grew up with a stuttering problem. Sometimes I trip over my words. I need God. It's, it's, this is, uh, uh, I have to fight an insecurity every time I speak because I know I'm a trip on my words. And people are like, man, wow, Josh, you, you, but no, that's God. That's the reliance. God is not a resource. He's the source. God is not an accessory. He's the outfit. He's everything. The Bible says in him that we live, move, and have our being. And, it, and, and outside of the will of God for your life, you're like a fish out of water, flapping. You see what I'm saying? So a sign that is God's will for you is, is when it's too big for you. Because if God, God's dreams, God's purpose for your life will always be God's size. Because if he made it man's size, you won't need him. So he's going to always uh, bring things in your way that's bigger than you. Marriage is bigger than people think it is. You, no matter where you go, you gonna need God. You think marriage is nothing but you know doing what you do in the bedroom and 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 and, and fantasies and roses everywhere? You, no, it's work. God created this whole thing for us to worship Him and to be connected to Him. That's the whole part. But man's hearts want to do want to worship any and every other thing and work for any every other thing and they wonder why they they're not where they need to be worship and work must be in him and god's will is is never outside of him my friend and you're going to need him and who else would you want to get to know but him it's a it's a, it's a great place to be so also you got to make sure that you walk by faith not by sight if you want to walk in the will of God, you cannot allow your faith to be blinded by your sight. There's a difference between what's true and what's truth. It may be true what you see, but is it truth? The word of God will give you truth. People be like, well, why would God call me? It is true that I had a stuttering problem. It was true that I has I grew up in a single. That's very true. But the truth is I called you anyway, son. So don't be afraid because of what you see that is true. Ask God what is the truth. Not what's true that sets you free. It's the truth that sets you free. That's right. That's right. All right. Well, those are our three points uh, or three signs that it is God's will for your life. All right. I hope that was beneficial to you guys. Hope it added value. If it did, all right, hop in the comments. Let us know what you got from uh, the message here today. If you're watching tomorrow or the next day or next week, hop in the comments below and let us know 
what it is that you got from today's uh, teaching. All right. That said, it is that time where we interact with you guys and we do our good guys top five. We've got a good one today. For today, we are ranking our top five gas station snacks. Mm -hmm. A reliable place. Mm. On the road of life. There will undoubtedly be pit stops. Hey, preach, Deacon. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And when you when you go to those pit stops, when you have to pull over, you have to refuel. But that refuel is twofold, J.E. Twofold. For you must refuel your car, but you also must refuel the body. The vessel. The vessel, J.E. The vehicle mm -hmm. and the vessel. Now, while it might be, you know, more profitable to choose healthy options to refuel your vessel. No, it's no, no, a gas station. Trip. All right, yeah. we're going to the gas station. Okay. All right. So that said, we are ranking our top five gas station snacks, and we are starting right now. All right. As we drop our uh, top five, um, you guys can drop your, so we're going to do like from five to one. So when we drop our number five, you can drop your number five in the comments and um, we can discuss as we go. All right. Number five, flaming hot Cheetos, AKA hot fries. All right. It's just an, it's just the, the, the crunchiness, the heat, you know, it, if you're a little sleepy, you're on the road and you're drifting off, get you some hot fries. It'll wake you up. All right. Make sure you get some, you know, some a Minute Maid Berry Punch to go with these because you're going to need a little something to wash it down. It's going to be a little hot, but you can't go wrong with the flaming Hot Cheetos. All right. Now, you want to make sure that if you're now, if you're married, I would go for this one. If you're still dating, this may not be the option because your breath's going to be hot and you guys are going to be in a car where there may or may not be a lot of circulation going on guys may have the windows up. So, you know, you, you don't want to scare off uh, your potential uh, good thing uh, by filling the car with hot fumes that are coming from your uh, hot Cheeto breath. All right. There's nothing worse than flaming hot Cheeto breath. All right. So make sure that either you are, if you're married, then you're probably good. All right. She's still going to love you. She's used to your morning breath. All right. But if you are dating, uh, get this. Okay. Get you some Minute Maid Berry Punch and get you a, a, a pack of uh, a pack of Double Mint. All right. And you'll be good to go. Number Maybe. five. Flame I, was, I was never a fan of, of these. No? Nah, man. I, I, I stayed away from them, bro. I, 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 bro, it's hard to give up the regular Cheeto, BD. When you got hot Cheetos, flaming Hot. Bro, I don't even think these was in the hood. Well, maybe these was in the hood gas station by the pickles. In the, in the yeah, this is the ultimate hood snack. Yeah, that's why I could. I was trying to find a way. <laughs> my number. Way yeah, I try to find my way out the hood. BD. My 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 cousin's watching. Lawrence, what's up, brother? We're gonna get number one right, bro. We're gonna get number one right. He's holding us accountable, BD. Okay, all right. But before I get into my number five, of course, I have honorable mentions. Oh my gosh, here you go. It won't take long. 
This is my this is this is me. This is my category, BD. I mean, you got every snack in the book right there. I know the honorable mentions, BD. Each <laughs> The donut sticks reminds me of my Cramington days, BD, when they used to have the donut sticks in the in the vending machine. I was introduced to the to the to the uh, donut sticks in middle school. I was like, "Whoa, donut sticks!" Still can't still can't compare to the regular donut, but they rock. The fudge round, man. I never liked those. Man, that was that was my that was and, and see the inflation. The inflation, it used to be 25 cents, now they're 50. 50 cents. Uh, Come on, man. 50% it's, increase. That's bad no, out here, bro. 100% increase? That's 100% increase. Okay. That's crazy, bro. I'm I'm glad I went. I grew up in a stage of life where I could have I got this for 20. Because if, if your mom only gives you 27 cents, you're only right. getting a fudge round, BD. And the raisin cream pies are slept on. Okay? Those are good. I used to take the raisins off, but... Without As, the raisins, they were banging. BD, I used to, when I was a kid, I took the raisins off because I didn't like the raisins. When I yeah. became older, I kept the raisins. Ooh, your taste buds matured. My taste buds matured, and I said, "Bro, let me." I looked at I looked at that thing. I said, "Hold up, hold up." <laughs> Them raisins. Let me let me see what they're about. And I loved it, BD. The Nutty Buddies, bro. Come on, man. That's mom. That was Mama's snack. You know what I'm saying? I had to beg my mom for at least half of one of hers. Okay. Great childhood memories with the nutty but and the Swiss roll BD. It should be in my top five, but I got I got something in my top five that makes the Swiss roll look 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 like nothing. The Swiss rolls, I never really got into the Swiss rolls. It it got on my nerves because like the little thin icing always came off on my fingers. And then you BD, know. B, see, see, bro, you just too picky, bro. Your mom used to put a napkin over your lap, didn't want the cream to hit your pants. I understand. I mean, it wasn't like the, the cake was, you know, the cake was kind of dry to me. Like, it wasn't moist. Uh, BD, you know? BD, most of my snacks was expired. So, it is what it is. <laughs> okay. Number five. My number, number five, five, the powdered donut, BD. Uh-uh. <laughs> I can't do the powdered donuts, bro. <laughs> I can't do the powdered donut. You got to do it in secret. You got to do it by yourself. Yeah, the powder doesn't be having me look at sus. <laughs> yeah, man, you're right, you're right. But see, but see, but but when you're in the comfort of your own home, bro, <laughs> I don't care what you think about me. I'm smashing this, BD. But I will not eat these in public. I remember when I uh, was uh, volunteering at Victory, <laughs> and all them powder donuts sitting there. I wanted, one, I didn't get one. Mm-mm. Nope. Not gonna be able to do it. Not gonna be able to do it. You just don't know. You don't know what your face is looking like. You don't know what your face looking like. Yeah. But powdered donuts, bro, I can eat. I can. This and the curlers. But I, I like the powdered donuts better than the curlers at times. All right, what's y'all's number five? The powdered right. donuts have me so thirsty. I, I, I could never, like, swallow them. Like, you just be. Like, you got to have something to drink. Like, you got to have something okay. to wash those down. It's okay. It's okay. It's okay, BD. I, see, my, when I grew up, there wasn't always a snack and a beverage. <laughs> It was, it was one, of one, of, it one or the other. So I, my, 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 you know, I got, got accustomed to it. What's your number five? The Nutter Butters do, I'm telling you, the zebra cake. Oh, zebra cakes, they go hard. Okay, nacho Doritos. Mm-hmm. I'm not really a big Dorito fan, but a lot of people do. I thank you. See, thank, see, see, my cousin know what we're talking about. Man. I mean, he got to agree with you. Nah, he don't got to agree. He knows. BD, you, you had, you probably like the chocolate donuts. 
No, I really didn't like none of them donuts. They wasn't good to me. Yeah, but when you got grandparents and you got hood parents, not hood parents, but you got you grew up in the hood, you're gonna have that three that three flavored donuts. You're gonna have that chocolate, the plain, and the powder, bro, on deck, bro. All right, number four. Number four. <clears throat> now y'all, now y'all know who we talk. Now you know who we talking to. <laughs> now, now you, now you, now you, now you know the kind of person on the podcast. You now you know, now you know. The trolley bright crawlers. Right. Wow, wow. Trolley bright crawlers go hard, man. I mean, it's just like one of those things, man. As a kid, you know, uh, yeah, I used to love them joints. They sweet, but then they got that sour. Bro, those are like the ultimate. You get these with a good, uh, a good soda, like a Mountain Dew, one of the Mountain Dew variations with these trolley bright crawlers. There's no better combination. It's gonna you know, give you kick it's gonna keep you awake it's a good snack you know truly bright yeah. color i i never got was candy see growing up <laughs> how i grew up you need a, you need a substance you need something that's gonna soak up uh stomach acid you need something that's gonna give you the illusion that you're full okay you're right this right this right here ain't gonna do ain't gonna soak up nothing it's gonna it's just gonna hit the bottom of the stomach these, these are snacks for when you know your next meal is coming yeah, yeah. When, 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 when you don't know your next meal is coming, you gotta get a fudge. Ring. You gotta get something that's gonna soak up some acid and give your brain like, "I right, we good until next Tuesday." Right. <laughs> next Tuesday. I'm just joking. We'll be good by two o'clock tomorrow. Right. <laughs> BD had the luxury. He get. He was BD averaged two point five meals a day. That's a conservative we, estimate. It was probably more like three. Three. It was more like three, but during the school, did you have three? Yeah, you probably did have three meals a day. Breakfast, you had packed a lunch. You had a lunchbox, didn't you? I had, I, you know, we had the um, grocery bags as our lunch bags, bro. Nah, I had the Power Rangers uh, Deluxe Edition. Man, you probably had a dope Trapper Keeper too, didn't you? Yeah, who did? Like, what? You had to. I didn't have, bro. I couldn't afford no trapper keeper. I, my trapper keeper came from my dad's warehouse, bro. When he used to get stuff from the Salvation Army, bro. Mm-mm. No, didn't stick, didn't <laughs> stick to nothing, bro. <laughs> now, when you get anything from your dad for school, it's guaranteed no. not to be good, BD. No, your dad used to come with the guy. I remember you gave me that hoodie. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> Louis, Louisville. That thing, that thing was Louisville. Ain't oh, had a you in there, bro. <laughs> you had me out here fraudulent, bro. And I got clowns for that, man. <laughs> hey, bro. Finally got a taste of my life. <laughs> I thought I was okay, Louis, Louisville. I'm Gucci. I'm that thing was missing a letter. We couldn't even know. We didn't even recognize it. Bro, I went to jo- I went to work in that hoodie, man. They about called me in the Power ninety eight day wrong Mondays, bro. <laughs> they took a picture. They tried to get me out. BD, my bad, bro. You know Louisville is one of those words we didn't know how to spell, bro. I didn't even notice it. It could it couldn't have been Carolina or Duke. We would have spot that. Yeah, I would have got that Louisville. I didn't know how you spell Louisville. Anyway, right. what's your number my, four? My number four. Oh yeah. Mm. He can't swirls be see 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 my snacks. My mom had to give me snacks to occupy my attention. Mm. This right here, you swirling them. You just you just these were my um what's those things called? Those uh candies that wrap around the uh the uh um the roll ups. Uh-huh. These were my roll ups, BD. Wow, fruit roll ups. 
Yeah, you know, pecan roll-ups, bro. <laughs> pecan roll-ups. Nah, I don't. I ain't call them swirls. No man call nothing swirls. I call it pecan roll-ups, bro. Wow, that did go hard though. You had these? Yeah. Did you? Uh, did you just pop them? You know, pop them, or did you like un? I, I unraveled them, BD. <laughs> you savored them, <laughs> bro. I had to savor, bro. <laughs> You over here just popping them because you had you probably had a whole a cupboard full. You had three. You your mom probably brought three bought three of everything. This this right here, bro. Smash these pecan roll ups, bro. Okay, all right. All right, what's you number four? Them orange slices are orange slices. Y'all healthy? Oh, that's what's up. Um, no, I would never choose orange slices as a top five snack, although they are good, but. Far more responsible. If I'm playing a soccer game on Saturday morning. Oh, bro, we got we got a day one. That was the Let Your Soul Glow episode. The Louisville hoodie, bro. He remembered that, bro. We talked about oh, this. We before. talked about that before. I yeah. didn't even remember. Yeah, we talked about this. I remember that. That's a day one right there. Yeah, I gotta I watch that. that. That Soul Glowing was funny though. We gotta check that Soul Glow. I'm gonna have to go back. I don't even remember that. BD, wow. I, I really we've done a lot of episodes. Ice cream sandwich. Oh, ooh, ice cream at the gas station. Ooh. Yeah. Snickers. Okay. Okay. Snickers that number that. four is sufficient. That's right. That's right. <laughs> my li- hey, when it comes to my list, my list always gonna be good, bro. When it comes ooh. to my stuff, bro. No. <clears throat> All right, BD's number three. Number three. Wow. Can't believe you got this too low, BD. What's wrong with you? <laughs> I've I've never been as big on the honey bun as you are, but I do give it the proper reverence uh, that it deserves. All right, it it does. It, you have to have it in the top five of yeah. gas station snacks. Okay, if you're going if you're going to the gas station and you're thinking snacks, honey bun is probably the first thing that you think of. I would think, but I don't. I'm not that crazy about them, so it's number three for me. But the honey bun. You're not crazy about these, BD. I can't remember the last time I've had a honey bun. I can't. Oh yeah, I kind of me and me and a honey bun have a situation right now. Can't really mess with it. Yeah, because it's complicated. Because if I if I bite into a honey bun right now, BD, <laughs> relapse, <laughs> relapse, BD. <laughs> All right, my number three. Number three. The devil, the only devil I like, bro. Them things is nasty. What? Look at how dry they look. Bro, they not dry, BD. You live such a lubricant life. No, I don't. <laughs> don't ever say you don't like the devil cream cakes? No, I can't tell if that's a cake or a cracker. No, no, see, see, that's what I'm saying. You never see, you never had these. You're just going off what you see. Okay. All right. Yeah, you're right. I have never had those. They look nasty though. They, bruh, I get you one. Get you one. Just try it. Get you one. And I want you to take a bite, bro. And you're going to be like, whoa. Devil creams. Do they still sell them? Yeah. I haven't had them in a long time. But, bruh, when my mom put the Michelle Miller, who's who you saying you to? I know you talk about BDs, BD. No, she talk about them uh, devil creams. I understand. She she's a believer. She's spirit filled. I wouldn't like anything with the devil's name on it too. But you know, <laughs> <laughs> what you laughing at, PT? Eddie, Eddie. <laughs> he's 
That's BD's life, bro. The lubricant life. <laughs> you don't want to say that, mess, bro. I said you live the lubricant life, bro. All right, man. All right, man. Creams, man. Hey, what's y'all's um, what's y'all's number three? All right, as y'all put y'all's number three, we're gonna go ahead and go to number BD's number two. <laughs> <laughs> well, I thought about you, bro. The <laughs> I said this has got to be BD's favorite Oreos, bro. You gotta stop playing me with these pictures, bro. I ain't, I did not put in this Oreos, bro. And I do not actually. They might be, but BD, you not. like you, bro. You know you like the mint Oreos, bro. No, I actually only really like the regular Oreos. They got all these different flavors. Some of them are good, but don't nothing hit for me like that regular Oreos. So when I go to the gas station, you know what I mean? This is if I'm like, you know, if I'm in the passenger seat, I can't really do it if I'm driving because I have to have milk with my Oreos, right? So I get the little sleeve of Oreos. I get the little, you know, the little uh, individual size, just cold, cold milk. And I sit in that passenger seat and I just enjoy the goodness of God. <clears throat> BD, why haven't they made an Oreo cereal? They have been had an Oreo cereal since the 90s, J.E. What? Yeah, Oreo O's. Oh, I ain't talking about the Oreo O's, B.D. I'm talking about with some of that cream in there, bro. Like chunks, like Oreo chunks for cereal? They should, because Oreo O's is nasty, by the way. Yeah, I don't mind you having some flakes in there, but what if you added some chunks of Oreo cookie and cream, bro? Yeah, the red velvet Oreos are good. The red velvet ones are good, and I don't know if they still have them, but they had the Oreos, <clears throat> like the um, the chocolate chip cookie dough in the middle. Those are pretty good. Whoa, whoa! They had the Oreo with the chocolate, the chocolate um, cookie dough. I mean, it was cookie dough flavored. Like I don't think it was actual cookie dough that you could put in the oven and make, but it tasted like cookie dough. It was good. Bro, that was good. I, the birthday cake joints are good. My grocery stores don't have the array of Oreos. I only <laughs> see maybe what what's okay. Anyway, for time's sake. <laughs> are you going to uh <laughs> you going to Milo? You going to uh what is it? Oh, man, you know, <laughs> hey, food line is where I go, BD. I'm team hey, food, food line. line should food line should have no, uh, I I'm married, so I usually go to Publix too. So Publix definitely don't have them, but I I I stay. There's certain spots of food line I stay away from because I may relapse. Okay. All right, my number two. The double? I never knew they even had double decker. Yeah, they had the double decker in the hood gas stations. BD, you don't know nothing about this. They don't got to say Quick Trip. They got them in those gas stations with no gas pumps. Wow. <laughs> The corner stores. Hey, if you really want you a double decker, bro, you got listen, man. I just realized that you know, God be with me, you know. Um, but if there if I know I gotta get a double decker Oreo cream pie, no, honestly, there's this place I go to now called East Side Local, East Side Local, Locally. Uh, that doesn't sound safe at all. Yeah, it's off Eastway, but um 
They got these these vegan Oreo cream pies, BD. Oatmeal cream pies? Oatmeal, banana oatmeal cream pies, bro. Changed my life. I've not been the same. Yo, I don't know what it is. Legit. D- vegan desserts either. are amazing. Like amazing. Every time I get some vegan cookies. <clears throat> every time I get some vegan brownies, I'm like, wait a minute. No, this isn't vegan. Bro, bro, bro. I go to this place. Just know I frequent this establishment. Okay. Their donuts are amazing, bro. Yeah. Their banana oatmeal cream pies, bro. I my I did the J E eyes roll toe curling back when I bit that thing, BD. <laughs> but you know, look, my cousin, cut. You gotta get that vegan, bro. East side locally, local, locally, local hey, eatery, be, local eatery. Don't be fooled, bro. Like, Man, I mean, look, look, I've done the vegan thing. I, I'm, I'm retired. I'm a retired vegan. <laughs> I'm a <laughs> what? Hold on, time out. What? I told you it wasn't going to last. I told you it look, wasn't going to last. And, and people thought I was a hater. Look, I am a... <laughs> Uh, right. Okay. Part time, uh, most most almost full time vegetarian at this point. Oh, you you're pretty much a single parent mom with multiple eating styles. Pretty much. <laughs> um, but when it comes to the desserts, though, I still be getting the vegan desserts. BD, their desserts are better. Whole Foods, vegan chocolate chip cookies. I never had them. Oh, yeah, I did. No, I had the uh, peanut butter cookies. I don't think you, cause I, bruh, those are like the the best chocolate chip. Might be the best chocolate chip cookies I've ever had. They, they I think, bruh, I think, I think they put a lot of oil in their cookies, bro. I they think it's and they doing something to those cookies. It's not right. It's not right. It's not right. Cause how can you be healthier but better than the unhealthy version? It's not healthy. There's nothing healthy about it. It, it just doesn't <laughs> use dairy products so some they're substituting the egg and the milk for something else and whatever they're using the substitute is delicious yeah and i, and I don't even want to know no don't tell me what it is just keep doing what y'all doing over there just keep doing what you're doing you hopefully. vegans you vegans keep doing what y'all doing you got the dessert game on lock vegans but the rest of that stuff trash yeah okay. no, I can't. the vegan cheese is a no-go i think that was the deal breaker for me Chocolate grandma cookies? I am not a big fan. You know the grandma cookies? I used to have them at Victory uh, Youth Meetings. And the little pack. No, no. You know what the grandma grandma cookies. I mean, bro. See, my cousin, he got a great podcast, Winter Talk, man. He this winter talk right now. This we were gonna talk about. Bruh, we both grew up the same. These cookies are hard, about to break your teeth. Those cookies? Oh, the grandma cookies? Yeah. 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 They'd be kind of hard. Lemon heads, ruffles? Oh, man. Don't, don't. Ooh, the cheddar cheese ruffles. Those, those are almost probably God level. Mm. My, my number one in these, when I was, when I was a big boy, I would grab a honey bun and some ruffle cheddar cheese. 
Because those two together, mm, 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 for for time's sake, bro. You caught me slipping on that one. I probably should have had that on there because the, the the cheddar cheese well, and sour cream onions. We I mean, get, we we gave the cheddar cheese love last time okay. for the chips. Okay. okay. All right. BD's number one. Number one. Reese's peanut butter cups. All right. Anytime I go to the gas station, anytime I go to the grocery store, anytime I have an excuse to get Reese's, I get Reese's. All right. <clears throat> They're delicious. They're timeless. It's just chocolate and peanut butter. It's simple, but it works so well. And only peanut butter and jelly could probably be considered a better combination than chocolate and peanut butter uh, uh, when it comes to combinations. All right. Reese's peanut butter cups. If they have them, I always go in normally in the gas station, they'll have the joints that are in the cooler. Those are the ones that I get. Yeah. The because, cooler? Yeah. Yep. Normally they'll have them in the cooler and I get those. <clears throat> normally it's hot. You know, you're, you're taking a road trip. And those cool Reese's, you don't want them to melt. Uh, BD, I'm sorry to hurt your feelings. I was never a Reese's fan, bro. What? After two, they're, they're not a snack that you just keep going back to. Like, once after you had two, you're pretty much through. No, I can sit and eat Reese's. As long as I have something to drink, I can okay. sit and eat Reese's all day. Michelle Miller says she likes to hit in the fridge, too. Maybe I got to try it in the fridge. Absolutely. I know, I yeah, I know why. I just think going to the hood gas stations, those Reese's just wasn't as appetizing, bro. Not as good, bro. <clears throat> Chocolate stuck to the top of the thing. Anyway, my number one, y'all. Do I even have to? Do I even have to slide it over? <laughs> that funny, bud. No, no, CB. That's disrespectful. The iced glazed mm. bun. Okay. See, yeah. when we was going to youth meetings, they kept feeding us the wrong honey buns. Those honey buns was good, though. Those but honey buns not- were good, but they're not the iced. Yeah. Ice, ice, baby. Ice, ice. See what I'm saying? This right here, this right here almost took the coach out. This right here. Literally, <laughs> you looking, you looking at my arch nemesis. You looking at my enemy right now. Mm. But it's a friend to me, though. Okay. This friend stick closer to me than BD. Mm-hmm. Yeah, cause BD, bro, don't get a food too sweet. Mm-hmm. Ain't nothing too sweet about it. this. Is a man's man. This a man's dessert. This ain't. This ain't flaming. This ain't sweet. This right here, this right here is is the go-to man snack, BD. <clears throat> honey bun is definitely a staple, a gas station staple. For sure. You, you know what turned me off these honey buns? What's that? I should have never did this. Turned to the back and read what was in it. Ooh. Don't do that. I mean, everything that's bad for you was more than your daily value. <laughs> <laughs> Sugar. I'm like, bro, I can't eat this. Right. I never ate them since because I looked at the ingredients. I looked at the little chart thing and I said, bro, this is death in a bag. 
them things are like a whole meal worth of calories. <laughs> I think that's what threw me off. I'm like, no wonder I was fat, bro. Imagine eating two of those. Right. You just and eat two meals. <laughs> two, you basically had two meals and you had Bojangles earlier that day? Boy, it's death. That's death, bro. What? All right. Well, that's all we've got for today's episode. We're going to go ahead and wrap it up. I hope you guys enjoyed it. I hope you got something from the conversation about how you know it's kind of swell for your life. I hope you were entertained and enjoyed our top five gas station snacks. Okay. If you haven't done so already, go ahead and drop your top five over in the comments live, or you can drop them in the video after we drop the video down below. All right. If you haven't done so already, I saw some of you guys in the comments saying that you went ahead and subscribed to the Get Guys channel. All right. If you haven't done so already, hit that subscribe button, hit the bell so that you get post notifications. Um, BNB family. All right. Go over, check out my channels, uh, my family's channel. Uh, me and my wife uh, are talking about, you know, we have the shows that various shows that we watch right now. We're on Married at First Sight. So we're breaking down the, the couples and their relationships and the things that they could be doing better as married couples. All right, so we're approaching it from that aspect. All right, check that out. Hit the subscribe button. Miss Bear's honey buns are on point. Number one is the Twix ice cream bar. All right, um, check out Josh's videos. He's going to start cranking back up his videos. Um, I'm sure if you haven't subscribed to him, subscribe. All right. Other than that, that Michelle, it. thank you for your support. You talk, you bought one of my shirts. Thank you for thank you for supporting. Hey, let me let me know. Send me a picture. Send me uh, a picture of the shirt. Let me know which one you got. All and right. we're only good because he's good. We'll see y'all next week. Eight o'clock new time. Eight o'clock Eastern new time. I know it was pretty confusing for a lot of y'all. Eight yes. o'clock Eastern. We'll see y'all next time. Peace. <laughs>